What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Wolves of Investing podcast. This podcast was originally aired as a video on the Wolves of Investing YouTube channel. As always, we are not financial advisors. This content is based on opinions presented as is without warranty for entertainment purposes only. This is not financial nor any other kind of professional advice. Investments and securities involve risk of loss. Past performance is not indicative of future results. This is not a securities offering. Please seek advice from a professional before making any financial decisions. Will T-bills get crushed under the debt ceiling in 2023? As we all know, the United States government is close to running out of money to pay its bills unless Congress raises or suspends the debt ceiling. And if you've been following me for a while, you know that I hold a good portion of my emergency funds in U.S. Treasury bills. Because of the potential for the U.S. to run out of money by June 1st, several four-week T-bills annualized investment rates have been shooting higher. In fact, the four-week T-bill recently hit 5.9%. But will the debt ceiling crisis crush T-bills and other U.S. Treasuries? In this video, I'm first going to give a high-level overview of the debt ceiling explained for beginners. Second, I'm going to go over what I think will happen if the debt ceiling doesn't get lifted or suspended in time before the U.S. government runs out of money. And finally, I'm going to go over what I'm doing with my own investments in T-bills. All this right after... I am not a financial advisor. This video is for entertainment purposes only. Learn to invest like a wolf at your own risk. All right, welcome back everyone. The first thing we're gonna talk about is what is the debt ceiling explained for beginners. The debt ceiling is also called the debt limit. To explain what the debt limit is, I'm just gonna have to start with the US budget process. And basically, every year the United States government agrees upon a budget. That budget is planned for the following fiscal year that goes from October 1st to September 30th. This budget is agreed upon by both parts of Congress, the House and the Senate. And then it's signed into law by the president. And it'll include things like paying for the military, which includes paychecks for those who serve in the military. It'll also include social security checks and many other federal services. But it also includes paying the interest on our debt. And our debt, as you know, comes in the form of U.S. Treasury bills, U.S. Treasury notes, and U.S. Treasury bonds. Now, when that budget is passed, it's passed with the implicit understanding that the U.S. government will pay for everything that's budgeted. In fact, it's even part of the Constitution as stated in the 14th Amendment. The validity of the public debt of the United States shall not be questioned, including paychecks to those serving in our military, social security checks, etc., etc. Now, how does the U.S. government pay for all these things in the budget? Well, the primary source of revenue for the U.S. government are individual and corporate taxes. Generally speaking, the U.S. doesn't have enough from its revenues to fund its budget, meaning it typically has a budget deficit. The last time the U.S. actually had a budget surplus was late 1998, which became a deficit again by 2002. 
The deficit peaked at $3.1 trillion in 2020. Since there's still a deficit, the U.S. government relies on debt to cover any shortfalls. And the U.S. government has been paying its bills for over 200 years. Now, sure, there may have been a few technical defaults and some very minor mispayments here and there throughout history, which is why I don't say the U.S. has never defaulted on its debts. But all in all, the U.S. has always paid back its debts. However, the Treasury can't just issue an unlimited number of bonds without the approval from Congress to either raise or suspend the debt limit. And that's what's known as the debt ceiling, which was established by Congress with the Liberty Bond Act in 1917. In fact, the U.S. government has already reached the debt limit earlier this year, and now the U.S. Treasury is taking what's called extraordinary measures to continue paying our bills. Eventually, the Treasury runs out of these extraordinary measures, which means that the U.S. government will run out of money unless that debt ceiling is raised or suspended. And Secretary Janet Yellen stated that the X date could be as early as June 1st. So the debt ceiling is simply a way for the U.S. government to pay for its bills that were already agreed upon in the previous year by Congress. And in theory, it should have nothing to do with the current budget negotiation progress for the following year. And in something like 99% of cases, it has not been used as a negotiating tactic for the future budget. But in 2023, Congress, whose House is controlled by the GOP, wants to use it as a bargaining chip. So my channel is not a political channel, and I don't want to get into a debate on whether the House is right or wrong to do this. But what I do want to talk about is what might happen if the U.S. actually runs out of money. And particularly, I want to talk about T-bills, since that's where I park some of my emergency funds, as many of you may also be doing. And I've been making a lot of videos lately about T-bills. So let's say that the U.S. actually runs out of money before the debt ceiling is raised and is forced to stop redeeming and paying interest on T-bills. Now, sure, there are theories about what Janet Yellen can do, such as minting a $1 trillion coin or selling gold from our reserves. Or maybe the president invokes the 14th Amendment and it goes to the Supreme Court. But assuming all options are exhausted and the U.S. actually intentionally defaults, this would be unprecedented. And in my opinion, any such default would last no longer than a few months. Most likely no longer than one month, but possibly two or three months, barring an absolute breakdown of the U.S. government and complete anarchy. So if there is a default, in my opinion, interest on T-bills will get paid within a few months, including back payments. Sure, there may be economic chaos, the stock market may tank, the reputation of the U.S. dollar as a safe haven might get diminished and the cost of U.S. debt may skyrocket. But in the end, I'm expecting to get our T-bills and interest payments. So what am I doing with my T-bills? I have to admit, I actually turned off reinvestments and redeemed one of my four-week T-bills. And it happened to be the one that was paying a massive 5.964% annualized investment rate. And I was planning on redeeming all of my four-week T-bills that were maturing before June 1st just to give myself a little more peace of mind. 
But then I watched Warren Buffett talk over the weekend at Berkshire's annual meeting, and he keeps tons of U.S. Treasury bills on Berkshire's balance sheet. As of March 31st, Berkshire held over $103 billion worth of T-bills. And if I had to guess, Berkshire is probably the largest holder of U.S. T-bills. And Buffett basically stated that Berkshire is going to continue to buy T-bills as it has for the past several decades. So after that, I decided to just go ahead and keep buying T-bills and let the government do what they're going to do and just trust that I will get my money back. I do believe that if the U.S. intentionally defaults on its debts, that it would be an economic catastrophe. So I'm going to trust that the government, however they get there, will decide not to default. And if they do, we've got much bigger problems. So I'm not going to worry too much about having my money tied up in T-bills. I mean, if we actually default, T-bills might start paying 7 or 8 or 9% interest. But would it matter if we had complete anarchy and riots in the streets and living in a world that's like a scene from The Walking Dead minus the zombies? So I'm just going to trust that most people running the U.S. government don't want to live in that kind of world and will decide to raise the debt ceiling before a default happens. So what do you think? Will the U.S. government actually intentionally default on its debts for the first time in history? Drop me a line in the comments. And if you enjoyed this video, be sure to like, subscribe, and share it with your family and friends. And if you want to support the channel, be sure to watch one of my other videos that pops up right here. Thanks for watching, and I'll see you soon.